This is Bumwine Bob coming at you with an all-new edition of Bumming with Bobcat. And we have a special guest on here with us this week. She wears many different hats in the adult uh, industry. Uh, you might know her from some of her, uh, some of her films, some of her coachings. Maybe you saw her on the web, uh, all over the place, or maybe on her new podcast. But it is Mrs. D. Siren is here with me tonight. D, how are you? Great. How are you? Thanks for having I'm, me. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks. Thanks for coming on the show and uh, have having a chat. And I don't know if you're if you're drinking anything uh, tonight, or if you were drinking, or your your drinks of choice. <laughs> um. Well, shoot. I've I've gone from uh, smoothie to wine to now I'm I'm at tea. <laughs> I'm, I'm breaking on the wine for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have your, your your. It's like the peaks and valleys, you know. It yeah. goes up and down with you know what you're in the mood for. Yeah, uh, I gotta take a break, or I won't be able to talk. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Especially when you when you're 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 doing a podcast or whatever, and you know the the drinks start flowing, and then uh, in certain cases it's good, in certain cases it's bad because it's like you might start rambling on about things and people are sitting there listening like, uh, what is she talking about now? So, so trust me, I, I get it 100%. Uh, percent. <laughs> yes, I get to that point too. If I drink too much, yes, I will start talking about something or I'll just, yeah, you have to know. Well, I'll just totally forget what I was talking about in the first place. Right, right. You go on that, that long, you know, rambling story about something and then you're like, well, wait, what was the question again? What what did you ask? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I don't blame you. I don't, I don't blame you. But I mean, I guess, um, you know, we just had, you know, the 4th of July weekend, you know, big, big holiday. Um, I mean, what, what's your usual go-to, you know, type of drinks that you're... Uh, is in your wheelhouse, you know, so to speak. Honestly, I just drink wine. That is it. Like, I literally, I don't, I'm not a big drinker. Um, I I really pre prefer um, marijuana. Okay, um, okay, hey. So, yeah, I, I prefer <laughs> smoking over drinking, and I, I stick with just, like, a sweet wine, so that's hey. pretty 
bit. Hey, 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 nothing wrong with that. Hey, if it gets the job done for you, that's what I always say. I'm like, I, I don't I don't discriminate <laughs> over here. Um, I mean, anybody who, who knows me, I'm on the, the cheap end of, of the wine spectrum. Um, and I, I did kind of class things up a little bit this, this past weekend. I finally picked up a bottle of the new uh, Captain Morgan Orange Vanilla Twist. Uh, the new the new rum and i've been trying out some different concoctions with it i tried tried some orange soda i'm doing some you know your your rum and coke with it which is is good as it's on point if if you're a fan of that kind of stuff and and you come across it i would i would recommend it because i've always been a fan of you know the the creamsicle and the orange cream type drinks and that's what it tastes like uh i mean in a way i mean it's it's certainly not going to be as as great of a flavor as the actual, you know, like like orange cream, like a creamsicle, but it comes pretty close. It's it's pretty good. I give it, you know, uh, you know, maybe an, an eight eight out of ten, you know, on, on my scale. For is it, so. is it so? It's like a mix between like a orange and a vanilla flavor. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so so if you like that, that that was I love that flavor, like yeah, like an orange sickle or or like those um what do they call those uh, orange shoot? It's like a drink. Was it orange? Oh, uh, like like the orange like, orange orange Julius type yeah, thing. Yeah, an orange Julius. Yes. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I think I mean that's what they're trying to go with with the flavor <laughs> of the of the rum. Uh, I mean, drinking it. I mean, I. I'm not one to really drink rum straight up. You know, I, I usually like to yeah, mix yeah. it with something. And, I mean, even straight up, it's not that bad. But mixing it in with, you know, the Coke or even an orange soda isn't bad. So I'm still still in the process, you know, trying out some different concoctions. So, so I'll keep you posted with what I <laughs> what I come out with in the end. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like to mix. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind. Like I said, I stick to wine most of the time. But I do. I don't mind trying things new so and anything that's pretty i'm good with yeah yeah you mix up it even this i think we were thinking of doing you know maybe doing some slushies or you know something like that with it too so so you have the possibilities are endless with it and i was like i was like i came across it finally i saw people posting it a while back i'm like all right i gotta try this and i finally got it and i was very happy to to come across it and give it a shot so so it's yeah, so it's I'm good. Go out and get some now and, and try it. Yeah, yeah, but but hey, but either way, you know, hey, people like to smoke, people like to to drink. Everybody gets their buzz in their their yeah. own ways. So, I mean, for for me, it's the drinking side. For you, it's the smoking side. I mean, you, you can't go wrong as long as long as you're happy. That that's really the <laughs> the yeah, main thing in the yeah. end. Yeah, I'm I'm just more of a mellow kind of person, and I don't know. You know, I've just been a I don't. Know. I've always been a smoker. So. <laughs> it's, I guess it's one of those things that kind of sticks with you. Yeah. And hey, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. And I mean, in, in your line of, of work with everything, I mean, you like to, you know, chill out, relax, and, you know, try yeah. not to be stressed out about things. So so I exactly. can I mean, 100% I mean, You don't have to worry see. about that kind of stuff. So, you know, and luckily it's it's legal almost everywhere now, so. I'm in Texas, though, so it's not quite legal here yet. So, 
Right. We, won't, we won't tell anybody that yet. <laughs> we get with what we can, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you do what you got to do. You know, it's, you know, like it's, like you said. It's CBD. We'll just say a CBD or hemp. Those two things are legal. So that's what that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just CBD and hemp. <laughs> right, right. You don't need to go with the extra, you know, part of it in there, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. everything, like, I mean, the CBD oils and, and hemp products, I mean, the no matter where you go these days, that's the, the big, you know, you know, I don't want to say fad, but it's like the, the it, you know, sure. is, you know, use CBD oil for, for this, you know, there's hemp in, mm-hmm. in that they came out with a, a four loco hemp last year that, you know, hemp flavored, you know, four loco, which mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I, that's, I, I tried it. That does not sound very good to me. <laughs> yeah, no, it was not. Um, it certainly was not one of the best drinks I've ever had. But <laughs> one of those things that was like, well, you have to try it. You know, they did it. You know, specifically, you know, for you know, for four twenty, they came yeah. out with flavor. Yeah. <laughs> but people were like, oh, is there actually, you know, like you know, weed in it? It's like, no, it's right. just. No, it's just, it's just and, it weed flavored. <laughs> right, and, and 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 I drank it, and it's like. I, I'm like drinking like you know dirt, you know. <laughs> it's like it tastes I mean, like we don't like, really, we don't really smoke it for the flavor. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm like I don't know who really wants to drink this stuff for the for flavor of it. You want to get if you're smoking you it or smoke it to get high. <laughs> exactly. It's like not just because people oh this 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 stuff tastes really good. Let me let me drink this special flavored. Right. Yeah. Weed. <laughs> That's funny. No, I mean, because like most, like, I, I mean, I, I live in Texas, but I travel to California often. And, and you know, the the drinks that they do have that are THC, they are, they're great. Like, they don't taste like, we try, they try really hard not to make them taste like weed. So I can't imagine why anybody would want it to taste yeah, like Exactly, because there are some other, you know, drinks out there that have, you know, you know, hemp, you know, flavor in them, but they will mask it with like an, an orange, like a blood orange or, mm-hmm. or something like that. Some other flavor with it to, you know, uh, nobody really wants to drink it. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I tried it just for the sake of, you know, trying it. And, uh, trust me while I was recommending the, the Captain Morgan, the orange vanilla, Twists there, uh, you can know to stay far away from the, the four loco hemp if you. Uh, I, I've heard anything four loco is not the best choices anyway. So. Yeah, 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 and most likely, if you are to drink a four loco, you will probably end up not making very good choices after uh, consuming the beverage as well. So. so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, but that, I mean, like I said, that's that's the fun of it, though. You try it out, you see what works, what doesn't, and then you kind of go from there and see, okay, where's the night going to take you? And sometimes that's the the mystery of it all to find out um, where you wake up the next morning. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, I don't. I don't need alcohol for that, though. Yeah, my life is pretty crazy as it is. Well, yeah, I was I was gonna say. I mean, I know. And what we were talking about in the beginning, you know, bringing you on here, you know, you were working in the, you know, adult industry and have been for, for quite some time. I think since, what, was it 2010? So you're going on like 10 years in the, 
Yes. Well, I actually started um, in 2009 as a webcam model. So I was a teacher before that. Um, and then decided to go into webcamming the summer, like a summer before, you know, that you get off of teaching. <clears throat> decided to give it a shot. And then, uh, yeah, I made enough money to like pretty much cover like half my teaching salary in a couple of months and never looked back. So <laughs> like, I don't need this anymore. I yeah, I no. So I never went back to teaching. But yeah, it, I, uh, I, I started actually my very first film I made was in like uh, early 2010. So that's when I, I, I strictly did webcam for about six months and then went into porn. There. So, so what made you go down that road in, in the first place of even going to the like the the webcam side? I mean, did you want to get into porn to begin with or it was just something that you had no. somebody told you about or you just kind of <laughs> were like, what the hell? Let me do this. I have nothing else to, to do. And if uh, I can make no. some money, that's great. <laughs> like, no, I was already in my I was already in my 30s. Um, I. I have a degree in psychology and sociology and and obviously education. Um, I, um, I'm married. I've been married over 20 years. My husband and I do this together. Um, and basically, we, we've been swingers for a long time, or we were. Like, we don't really swing anymore, but um, I still consider myself one. Um, but we've been in the swinging lifestyle for a long time. And uh, actually, a friend uh, did webcam on the down low like nobody knew. Um, out of all of our swinging friends at the time. And uh, this was, you know, early webcam. This is not like now webcam, where like everybody has a webcam. And there's yeah, a yeah back, back then that was, we were talking before, you know, we, I hit the record here about, you know, podcasting prior to, you know, the boom now that, that podcasting is. And back then, I mean, the webcam quality certainly was not at <laughs> where it is now compared to, you know, yeah. 10 or so years ago for sure not and it was so hard to like even get into it um it was just like such a pain to like try to just to get signed up for it um it took me like a w two weeks to get signed up for it i think because you had to like print out all the paperwork you had to scan it all back into the system you know i mean it and, it, and you know it was just that was before you know iphones or you know anything like that so, I mean, yeah, there were cell phones, but nothing that was simple. Um, so, yeah, it was. A, it took a while to get onto it. But once I did, um, it was one of those things where it was like, okay, well, this is just easy to do. I, I have kids. So it was, it was something that gave me the freedom and the flexibility to be home with them and then also work at night and not have to worry about, you know, daycares and things like that at the time and and it, it just fit my lifestyle so much better um so i did learn about it from a friend who did it who had done it as well um and i was on a, a platform called iFriends, which is no longer around um and then that was before uh my free cams came around which my free cams now owns pretty much everything um so they are like one of the biggest cam uh studios or, or companies out there um but they came around i guess about 2010 so yeah um it was but i did that for about six months and then from there my husband took a picture of me um 
play. I was, it was pretty just silly. Like I, I have some very large toys <laughs> and he took a picture of me with a curling iron I was playing with. It wasn't plugged in. It wasn't anything weird. It's just big. And, and, um, yeah, um, Nadia Alicia, she was in the industry for like over 16 years. She lives in Florida and her husband saw the picture and asked me to come and make a toy video with them. So I made my first video in 2010. So. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like you, you start off that way, not really expecting to go down this road you right. say, oh, let me let me try this out, you know, and then you find out, oh, you know, okay, you know, you get a you get a following, you see, okay, you can, you know, make some good money off of it. It's like, all right, well, you can be your own boss now and do your do your yeah. own thing, and not be you know constrained to you know the 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 nine to five you know working world. Exactly. Well, and it was just very, um, very authentic, honestly, and it was very natural progression of how everything has happened it wasn't forced it wasn't anything that like i felt like i had to take i mean the the big of course there's always bumps in in the road and there's always issues that come up and and i'm very open and honest about those issues because i i, I think it's important that people who get into the industry realize that you know it will change your life um because you actually do have to take on another persona um and another name and that becomes who you are um especially if you become uh popular or recognizable or you know if you do it long enough and and hopefully you're successful enough to actually get to that point where you are i mean you right like, yeah that's what you want <laughs> in the first place but like even back then you know i was at a stage in my life that you know I, I really believe that, well, for one thing, I don't believe that girls that are the age of 18 should go into this business. Um, I don't, I think they're way too young. Um, I, I really think you should be over 21 uh, to be in the adult industry uh, because you're making a lifelong decision um, that will affect you forever. I mean, because once you're on the internet, you're on the internet. You can't be. Yeah, you're, you're there for good once you're. Yeah. You're in there. And, and, and like I said, it's a big decision to sure. to make, and it might sound like a good idea at the time for some people, and then they'll do it, and then, you know, a month or two later, you know, say, well, crap, I shouldn't have done this, and it's like, exactly. well, too late now, you already signed everything, it's all out there now, and, you know it's there forever it's the internet it's not it's not going anywhere <laughs> exactly well and that's the thing with our you know with our industry is it's uh, you if you're very young and you decide to do something and then all of a sudden you regret it like you said it's not it's not like you can just take it back and the companies are not going to take it back you've you know we're very um legal um it's something that you know, you've made a movie, you've signed paperwork, you've given the rights to that movie, you're, you've given model release forms, you've given, you know, age verification forms. So everything's very legal. Um, and you can't just be like, well, I'll take that off. And, and that happens. I do own a production studio uh, along with my husband in, in Houston. And, and we do hire other talent. And we've had several times we, we produce um, pro amateur um 
content uh, videos are. So uh, really what that means is that we produce more content that is, it, it looks real. Um, you know, it's it, it was really based on me all in the beginning. Um, so it was based on my adventures uh, as a hot wife. And uh, so it was pretty much all based on what I wanted to do and I did. And uh, so it was, and I'm pretty crazy. <laughs> and, and, and what I did with my friends, you know, and then, uh, well, I mean, long, long story, but five years ago, I got into a car accident and broke my neck. Um, so at that stage, we had to kind of adjust uh, and decide, you know, what do we do now? Um, luckily, by that point, I'd built a really good foundation um, of movies. I'd already made over 300 movies, so I had a lot of content already built up. Um, and, and, you know, I tell everyone now, if you're going to get into this business, you know, that's content is king. Like, you know, this, especially now. Um, and actually, I just did my own podcast and it was on the evolution of porn. So um, it's, you know, it's, it's changed a lot in the last, even in the last 10 years um, that really anyone can do it. Um, <clears throat> you just need a cell phone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You just need something to record and just yeah. upload it to, you know, you can sign up for a website and put it out there and say, here you go. Enjoy. Yeah. And pretty much. And, and I mean, anyone can do it now. Will you be successful? Will you make a lot of money? Not necessarily. Um, to do that, you have to build a following. You have to build a fan base. And that takes a lot of time and effort and marketing and um, skill. Um, and you have to have something that makes you different than other people. Um, and a lot of that has to do with your personality. Are you somebody that people are going to want to talk to? Do you have something about you that's different? You know, when it comes to physicality, of course, you know, that also makes a difference. Or is it something that you can do, you know, that's kind of wild and crazy that maybe other people can't do? Um, so, you know, it all it all depends on who you are as a person. But I, I wouldn't discourage anyone from, you know, going for it and doing what you want to do and giving it a try. It, it definitely worked for me. Um, and I, I just actually um, wrote a whole article um, for, I say um a lot, <laughs> for Xbiz, <laughs> which is, um, if you don't know what Xbiz is, it's the magazine, it's one of the major publications for the adult industry. So I just recently wrote an article for my new venture. <laughs> Uh, which I was certified as a uh, sex coach through the American, what is it, the American Academy of Sexologists. Um, so I'm now a sex coach and I have a website for that, but that's more talk coaching, that type of thing. It's legit. It's, you know, I mean, it's not porn. Um, right. So. I mean, th that's, that's kind of you, you helping out other people in their, in their journey with, with all this. And I guess, um, helping steer them in the right direction with everything. Right. It's all basically like in the last, I've, I, you know, I've had a, I'm 40 years old and I've had a very long life experience with sex and, and, it kind of gone from, you know, being your uh, typical monogamous 
um, housewife, I guess you would say, <laughs> teacher, teacher, housewife, and honestly, honestly, a woman who was not very satisfied with her sexual life and not very satisfied personally, self, self-wise, like my self-confidence wasn't very good for a long period of time after having my children, uh, to being an extremely strong, uh, sexually satisfied, confident person. And it all really evolved around me you know, learning to love myself and learning to express myself sexually and that that, you know, is my, what, my superpower. <laughs> hey, everybody has one and, and yours yeah. just happens to be the, uh, yeah. the sex coaching and uh, <laughs> yeah, sex everything is- related to it. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's perfectly fine. It's my gift. <laughs> exactly. Hey, and, it, and it's a gift now that you're sharing with the world and with other people to help them uh, in their journey to see, okay, do they possibly want to get into the adult industry or if they're just having their own, uh, I guess, either even if they're having their own personal issues, and yeah, I guess you can sure. work with them on that as well. So, so it's, it's great. It's a great service to put out there for people. Yeah, I, we have a lot of, because I do this with my husband um, and I'm a hot wife, I don't know, if, if you don't know what that is, basically... We, like I said, we've been swingers. We've done the whole wife swapping thing or the whole couple swapping thing. Uh, but, you know, when it all began, it was more about him being um, part of a threesome with myself and another guy. And really, it was all about him just being interested in um, me being with other guys and being part of that (laughs) so um that's basically what i do so uh yeah i'm kind of you know a size queen and i'm kind of like i don't know a nympho (laughs) i mean i'm not ashamed of that i am a very sexual person and no one can really keep up with me so you know it's all about your own individual sexuality and accepting who you are as a sexual being and not being ashamed of that and, you know, being really just getting to know yourself, you know, because I think a lot of people just don't even know that in the first place is just, you know, is for one thing, it's okay to get to know yourself sexually. And I think more than women don't know that than men. I think men are pretty, you know, comfortable with themselves. um, And they don't really have a lot of problems, although there are a lot of them that do. Um, and maybe they just don't, or maybe they have more problems expressing themselves to women, um, or their partners in general. Um, but as per women and their own self-image, they have uh, tons of problems expressing themselves. Like they don't, they don't know how to like express themselves sexually. They don't know how to tell their partners anything. They, you know, they've never been taught anything, (laughs) uh, or even talk to anyone about it. So yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where I feel like if everyone was able to freely express themselves about sex and not feel like it's odd or awkward or, <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I mean, because in this country, like, it's, it's you know, it's, violence is way more, like, okay than sex, so. Right, right, yeah, definitely, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny, yeah, that something like sex that's, you know, so, you know, intimate and personal that, you know, everybody, you know, does it. But nobody will talk about it or, you know, express anything related to it. But then, like you said, you know, violence and other crap that's out there these days is 
is prevalent and sex is just kind of still swept under the rug and nobody says it's anything. Taboo. It's very taboo and for no reason because it's literally a, a basic life skill. You know, we all have sex. If we didn't have sex, we wouldn't be here. You know, I mean, we're animals and <laughs> and all animals have sex. And it's right. like us, we think, oh, my God, like, why are you even talking about that? You shouldn't even be saying that word, you know, and it's just such an odd thing. And, and we don't even teach like our children about it. And, and that's something that's like should be comprehensively taught to your children and not like go teach your children about your, you know, strange, you know, fetish. Right. <laughs> just just the basic, basic, you know. <laughs> teach your children about basic things and consent and discussion and, and be open for them to ask you questions, you know. And, and when they do, don't be ashamed to discuss it with them. You know, it, it, it's just something that I feel like instead of being... Uh, I guess, you know, our industry is used a lot negatively. People use it for a lot of reasons. They they come back and say that porn's terrible. And, well, for one thing, they love to connect us with sex trafficking for some reason, um, which is ridiculous um, because you're taking an entire entertainment industry. Like, an, we are an adult entertainment industry. That's like saying all of Hollywood or all of Broadway or all of the art district. I mean, you're taking like the entire adult industry and connecting it with a crime, which is just so strange to me. Yeah, it, ma it makes no sense why it you would link sense. it together like that, which is it's so stupid that it's like, look, one's, you know, entertainment, and then this is, yes, I mean, yeah, sure, one's there's, crime. there's, exactly, one's crime, one's entertainment, like, yes, the only really similarity ridiculous. is that there's, there's sex involved, there's sex involved. yeah, yeah. It's, it's not even close, it's, no. it's like I said, it's just the stigma of the adult industry, yeah. I think, that it, that it still has, you know, after all these years, and you would think, you know, in the year 2020, with, you know, the internet, you know, being, you know, access for everybody that you know things would have you know gotten a little clearer over the time but uh still haven't quite made it there yet well and there's and there's you know bad things that happen like uh you know if you look on if you pay any attention to porn and like recently there's some things um for instance in rolling stone uh well i don't know if you've even heard like ron jeremy got arrested mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh, and and you know uh, unfortunately there's bad people and and that's just unfortunate um and i can't say he did or he did not do anything that's not my place to judge because i'm not in a juror and i'm not here to i mean i i do know that like a lot of people have accused him of things and i and I would never like say that they were not telling the truth. Either. Right, right, and, and that, but that's the same things going on in every, you know, every industry, industry these days. Every so I mean, it's not like it's only in it's people in the adult industry. No. It, it's it, all forms of entertainment and sports and yeah. everything. It, it's all over the place. So I mean, it's to have it. Women now have a voice and they can now say, hey, this person's done this and this person's done that. And that's great. I think that's wonderful that women can have that voice now and actually be able to call out people that are bad. And every industry has their bad people like they do. And but that doesn't make our whole industry bad. And exactly, um, yeah. and the fact is, is that like you just have to, you know, as a woman, in my opinion, 
and and really as a person in my opinion is that you have to take care of yourself like you have to know and and educate yourself the best you can and and look out for yourself rather than you know put yourself in a situation where you're not prepared you know don't don't walk into a situation where you're not prepared for what's going to happen. Um, and uh, I do write in articles, I do write articles for X Critic, which is uh, an online publication. Um, it's it's called the next the X Mentors column. Um, and I do write how to get in porn. So I've written an entire column on basic knowledge of how to actually, if you're somebody who just is listening and you just want to know what can I do to get in porn, because literally I get that question probably at least over a hundred times a week. I don't know. <laughs> and it's in my Instagram, like all over all the time. Um, it, it really is like a real live knowledge, knowledge of how can I get into porn? So, and, and really it comes down to your cell phone and, you know, maybe a ring light and a tripod <laughs> and start recording yourself. Um, because, you know, and if you're a guy, like, you know, find yourself a niche, like find yourself something about you that's interesting. If you don't have anything, well, good luck. If you're, if you have a, you know, if you're funny, well, you may be able to get into porn just because you're funny. You know, I don't know. You never know why you can get into entertainment. You know, it's not necessarily going to be about one, you know, aspect. It's not necessarily going to be because you have a big penis. I don't, I mean, I can't tell you how to like become famous. <laughs> I can just tell you. I guess it start. just happens. Yeah. <laughs> I can literally just say here, here's how you can start making some. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, it takes a lot of work and I've been doing it for so long that, you know, to me it's, it's, they're my, you know, the whole industry is my family and, uh, yeah, I love it. I think it's, it's a great business. Uh, we're a great industry. Uh, honestly, everyone that's outside this industry coming from the, as I call it, the vanilla world. Um, I don't know an industry that's better. Like I've never worked for another industry that's better than this one. Um, we take care of each other and, you know, we're really all about, you know, well, sex is fun <laughs> and, and we like to have fun with each other. So, and it's like, okay, well, how can you hate it? You know, when it's all about having a good time. So. Yeah. And I know that from, from, I mean, I've talked to over the years, you know, a lot of people in the, you know, adult industry, I've had them on the podcast and then chatted, you know, just through, you know, Twitter and social media and stuff. And pretty much th they all say the same thing that the, the industry itself you know, the, the relationships and the camaraderie between people, you know, is, is so strong. I mean, yes, sure, like you said, you have your bad apples, you know, every now and then, and somebody, you know, complains about something and starts, you know, accusing people of things. But, I mean, that's going to happen anywhere. I mean, it's not right. just related to, the, to you guys, but, but, you know, 90, you know, 95% of the people, you know, are, you know, good people. They all get along with each other. And, like you said, they have each other's back in in everything related to the work itself in the, the industry. So, right. I mean, I, I mean, I think that's, it's unique in, in that sense that, you know, everybody, you know, tries to work together, tries to um, embrace it and, 
enhance the image of it to the, as you call it, the the vanilla world <laughs> out there of the people that don't really understand it, don't don't get it, um, don't want to accept it. But you know, you guys just keep you know pushing it and saying, hey, you know, this is okay. Just give it a chance. Give it a shot. Right. Well, I mean, and because we're kind of like um, I'm separated, you know, because it, we've. You know, for instance, in my situation, unfortunately, when I decided to do this and, and, you know, it took a few years, but once I went to, um, the first time I went to AVN and, and I was, you know, on HBO and I, you know, I, once I really actually got out there, um, and my family found out about it, then, you know, majority of one side of my family disowned me like completely. And, and it was just like, okay, well, that's just weird. <laughs> you know, to me, I was just like, okay, well, I see you like what, like twice a year at holidays. <laughs> and, you know, what am I really missing out on here? Like, do I even, like, you don't like me because of my job, like, but you know me as a person, right? Or do you? And, and so then I thought to myself, well, who are you anyway? Like, if you're willing to like, destroy my life not be like part of my life like totally disown me and my whole family because of my job like that's I don't really want to know you so yeah I mean it, I, those kind of people to me are so judgmental that that's not the kind of people I want to be around anyway so you know you you know I can't pick my blood family but I can pick the people that I choose to be around and yeah that's just not something I believe in and I'm just I just don't get it and you know it's one of those things where it's like they people have the wrong ideas and like even my own mother um it's taken a good 10 years for her to finally listen and realize, you know, and ask questions, you know, because her idea of porn is everyone's on drugs, everyone's, you know, crazy, everyone's, you know, having an orgy every single day on drugs. Right. You know? <laughs> and I mean, you know, it's all just, you know, what Hollywood's portrayed porn to be or, you know, things like that, you know, you know deep throat. <laughs> In the 70s. I mean, she's right, right, right. Yeah, no, she's 70 sure, years sure. old, so <laughs> she doesn't know. She has no idea, you know, and, and that it's shady and I don't pay my taxes. <laughs> and I'm like, you live a, I'm like, you live a mile away, mom. Things have evolved. Things have yeah. evolved since the 70s, you know, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, none of that's true, right? Like, you, you see me, like, weekly. So <laughs> she knows. Like, no, but I, but I saw that, that documentary that one time about the, the dark side exactly. of, yeah. of the adult industry. So I know what's going on. It's like, well, no, not really. This I'm telling you, this is what happens. Like, you don't trust me? No, I saw this. This is like, right. all right. Well. It's taken her 10 years to finally go, oh, okay. Like, I, but, and then she'll be like, well, but your dad, you know, he still, he'll never believe that. And I'm like, okay, then. Well, I guess he, he's eight, he's 70 something years old. I'm not going to change his mind, you know? So, whatever. <laughs> I mean, if you want to be that way, then just don't open your eyes. So, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you, like yeah. I said, you, you can try to educate people on it and, and tell them, you know, okay, this is, you know, what really goes on. And this is, you know, it's, it's not that dark, shady underground world that it's been portrayed as and oh. and and for you i mean you've kind of come full circle with you know you know educating you know going from being a you know uh 
the school teacher to now being a you know a, a sex coach and a certified you know sex educator. So I mean, it, it's kind of uh, eh, it's kind of it's cool. It's it's funny that you know you kind of went full circle with the, <laughs> the teaching aspect uh, of things, even if you didn't if you didn't expect to do that. <laughs> no, I didn't honestly. But you know, teaching is just part of me. Like I don't. I've always been a teacher. I've always, you know, education to me is just like part of me. I don't even know how not to be. Um, I, I'm such a, a learner. I, you know, when you're an educator, you're also very much a learner. Um, so I, I constantly am learning new things and, and, and trying new things and doing different things. And I can't stop. <laughs> you know, I'm just not one of those kind of people that can just stop and, and just kind of be complacent with where I am. So I, you know, I, I feel like with, you know, this industry, I finally found my, my people and my tribe, <laughs> if you want to call it. Um, I never quite fit um, anywhere, uh, even as a child, even as a, you know, high school, didn't really have a lot of friends, uh, never really knew where to fit. But um, I was very sexually active when I was about, you know, 17 onwards until I got married. Um, but I did get married when I was 24, so it was a very short period of time, but I was very sexually active during that time. Um, so I, I was kind of the aggressor when it came to men, and, and so it was just more like, okay, I, I realized that that was just how I was, and, and socially, otherwise, I'm pretty introverted. Um, but when it came to being social, it was all sexual. It was like, okay, I was a club kid who liked to go dance and pick up guys and girls. <laughs> and that was just like how I socialized. <laughs> um, and it always turned out to be something sexual in a sexual way. So yeah, it was like, okay, well, these people understand me, you know, and, and I realized that once I was around them, oh, you guys all, all socialize the same way I do which is very, you know, touching and hugging and sitting in your lap. And, and even if it's platonically, you know, it's not like we're having sex every 10 seconds. Right. But, <laughs> so, you know, we're just very open-minded and it, it, it's not that big of a deal, you know, to be, to, to give someone a kiss or to hug on them or to love on them or, you know, just express love towards other people. And that's really what you know, everyone is, they're just very loving people for the most part. And they just have no issues expressing that love to other each other, rather than being um, closed minded or closed off or held back by some form of societal construct that says you can't be that way, you know, so it, it, it's really interesting coming from, like I said, a vanilla world and a vanilla mindset of being a really monogamous, you know, con conservative family and marriage to now, <laughs> which is completely, which is completely different. Um, but it's, it's really made me grow as a person, you know, and realize that, you know, life is too short and you just need to be authentically you and be happy with, you know, whatever that turns out to be. And, and, and a big part of that is just accepting who you are sexually, you know, and what makes you feel comfortable. But the, I mean, that doesn't even begin until you just know how to communicate. <laughs> so yeah, that's, I mean, that's part of my coaching is just really to start by knowing your own body and to learn how to communicate with your partner, 
because that's really where it all began with myself and my husband. Like until we learned to talk to each other, it didn't even start. <laughs> and that took a long time. <laughs> so I right, it's certainly, right. Like I said, things aren't going to happen overnight for <laughs> for for a lot of these these things. I mean, a you know, getting into the industry, people that say, "Oh, I want to get into the industry," and they think, you know, they post one video and they'll be, you know, famous. It's like, nah, not not so quick. Oh no, you know, it's gonna it's gonna take longer than that. And the same thing too for just your own personal side of things. I mean, it takes some time to to you know get the ball rolling and make things happen. And for for you, even if for you in the industry right now, I mean, you're constantly evolving as well. I mean, you know, who you were when you started, you know, this, you know, 10 or so years ago compared to where you are now is, you know, night and day with everything. Oh, totally. so, I mean, it's, so, yeah. so it's constantly changing and and you kind of, you know, I'm not saying you have to keep up with the times and just kind of keep things going and create new new content keep things fresh i mean because well, like you, you said <laughs> people who you, yeah i mean and you do and like you said when you were saying people who are trying to get into the industry they have to you know find their find their footing find what they're good at and kind of you know go with that because i mean if you don't you're kind of you're going to get lost in the shuffle i mean there's, there's so much out there i mean <laughs> content wise that just so it changes like all the time and you can't really get stuck with oh this is who i am and i'm not willing to do anything more or i only work for this company and 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 you know even recently during this you know pandemic you know our industry has changed like greatly um because really it's shut down all of our industry i mean it's we've we've completely been shut down just like hollywood um that because we can't be in groups or well of course we can't really work with each other because uh, you know of, it, we would be in stage four right <laughs> so, you're, you're in super you're you're yeah. in close contact you can't really fake it <laughs> You know, I mean, we can't wear hazmat suits. We can't. Right, right. I mean, we can wear masks, but you know, I mean, <laughs> I guess every single one is going to be a mask. <laughs> <We can't laughs> leave, but I mean, it, you know, and really, we've come up with guidelines, and we've slowly reopened. Um, and I help work with that as well um, on different committees uh, with this Free Speech Coalition, and coming up with guidelines. You know what's best to reopen our industry, um, and that you know that encompasses everyone because people work with each other, and and everyone is throughout the entire world. I mean, our industry goes everywhere, so uh, you really are, are talking. It really all depends on where you are, how the pandemic is, where you are. But for the most part, like big productions and pro. Uh, porn pro pro productions i can't film right now just because there's just you can't have that many people together um with with the virus issues and trying to keep everything quarantined and that type of thing um it's just not possible at this point so we've had to you know do a lot of um what changing very quickly you know, and, and, and the good thing is, is we are able to do that. We can adapt so quickly. Like our industry is the reason for the internet in the first place. Our, yeah, reason, exactly. our industry <laughs> is the reason that things, I mean, webcam was not there until we came around, 
webcam was not i mean seriously it wasn't um <laughs> and yeah i uh, mean street yes yeah. I mean, webcam was, streaming was, videos downloading <laughs> videos i mean <laughs> to share naked photos like everything is to share porn like <laughs> basically um you know even even pay sites like they've come up with different pay sites so that you can you know buy porn um so yeah i mean now it's that you know things like OnlyFans and and platforms out there that your fans can interact with you easier and girls can now perform online and make their own content and sell it that they don't necessarily have to go work with a big production company anymore now they can work alone and make their own content or with their boyfriend or their husband or their friends or whatever and keep it contained in a small group and they're not you know causing any issue but we're still making money and we still have jobs you know so we're not in a situation where we're you know desperately dying over here and not able to keep up you know with what we're doing right the industry isn't going away anytime soon because of you know a pandemic or anything they've sure. certainly found other ways to distribute content and get it out there oh yeah and what you know to, webcam to also it. like webcams like booming our industry is doing really well actually i mean i hate I, I hate saying that during a pandemic that our industry is doing well but i mean everyone is at home <laughs> And right, and it's like the like you said, the the explosion of the OnlyFans is like the the biggest thing out there that you could see when this whole thing hit was that you know everybody, which which is you know good and bad because I mean it's like everybody has an OnlyFans now, so I mean you're now fighting everybody for people to pay for you know the, the content. Is, the thing is, you can say that, but that's a that's really a perspective. Um, I, in my perspective, you're not really fighting. Because that would be like you're fighting for fans no matter what. Because it doesn't really matter what platform you're on. It's not a fight. It's really about who likes you. Because whoever likes me is going to like me for me. They're not right. yeah, going yeah. to go look at me and then go try to find somebody that looks like me. And compare me to somebody else. Like they're going to go okay, I like D Siren. I'm not going to go like, oh, well, shit, that, you know, and scroll past her. Like, I, they're not, I mean, but now if you're just talking about webcam in general, yeah, I mean, if you're talking about OnlyFans in general, but most of the time OnlyFans is not like a webcam where you can just, like, search. You would have to, like, know who you're looking for. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. You, you know, you ha you're a fan of that person already, so then you can support right. them and, you know, pay for the, the content. It's just, you know... People have, people have to decide who they're going to put their money if they if they're fans of you know many people which you know most people are I right. mean, and I and it's just tough you know for certain people to say okay well okay I can spend you know the seven dollars you know here for this or do I do it for both these people or do I have to pick right. one or the other so uh, there's a lot a lot of tough oh, choices out there these days. Season, right you used to get it a lot cheaper I guess <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, now, and now it's actually making you pay for your porn. Right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, good. That's a good thing for us. Now we're yeah, like, no, oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah, you actually have to pay for it instead of getting it free on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I mean, because and, 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 I'm going through, I mean, I'm going through the list, you know, because I mean, you're, you're all over the place, you know, with, you know, you have your own web, your own websites, you have uh, an OnlyFans yourself, you have a, a Patreon, you know. You know, Snapchat, you have your own Pornhub page, you know, your own cam page. I mean, 
how difficult is it for you to keep up with all of them? I mean, it's not like the old days where it was like there was one website you were a part of that would have your content on it. People would sign up there, you know, be on their, on their way. But now, I mean, it's so diverse now with different platforms to, to host your content. I mean, is it difficult for you to keep up with each of them to say, you know, I got to put something on or OnlyFans. I got to put something on the website and you want to kind of keep them maybe, I don't know if you keep them the same or different. Uh, I, everything's different. Um, the website, we update it weekly. Um, <clears throat> I do. Um, and right now, like, I mean, most of my stuff right now is solo or um, toys or with my husband because, well, it, all, everything is pretty much because, I mean, it's a pandemic. You're stuck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't really do much else. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, you know... It, it's my full-time job. I, I spend 13 hours a day on my phone. So if that, if that gives you any idea how long, how long it takes or how much time I do spend, yes, it spends, I spend all my time doing that. Um, you know, loading to OnlyFans, I, I, I do it daily, a couple of times a day. I answer questions all day long. Um, I do Instagram, I do Twitter. I, I mean, I don't have other people do any of my stuff for me. I have in the past. Um, it doesn't work out very well for me because I'm just too, I don't know. There are certain girls that are, are, they look great. They don't interact a lot with their fans in the first place. It's, so, it's the kind of the, the generic, you know, so somebody else could probably take over their, like their, for instance, could take over their OnlyFans and pretend to be them and it would come out okay. Right, right. Throw right. throw a couple pictures up, a yeah. little blurb under it, and be on their way. And exactly. Like, oh, okay. And, and, well, and can chat with people and just make it kind of raunchy, just chat. and, and Right. Um, my fans know it's not me. Like, I, the second someone else tried to pretend it was me, they were like, what? <laughs> you know, like, are, you, are, what? are you feeling okay? Is everything uh, all right? Like, what happened to Dee? She got so California. That's what somebody said to me. She got, <laughs> oh, my God, she's just, like, so L.A. now. What happened to her? And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> so never mind. <laughs> all like, right, I'm going to take this back now. It's a good, yeah, it's a good I'm try. Like, I'm take it back. That's not working. <laughs> like, no, no, I'm not L.A. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm still Texas. Um, but yeah, it didn't work for me, but it, it does for other people. But yeah, I mean, sometimes you can hand off work to other people and have them help you. But for most of the time, it's just, it's not that simple. You have to kind of do it yourself because it, it's, it really is a lot about interaction and, and I honestly enjoy it. That's what I like the most is the fan interaction. I, which is why I expanded to the coaching because I really truly believe um, and you know what it's done, what this whole transformation and like this whole journey has done for me, um, is something that I can share with other people. And, and so it's not, I don't really want it to be, uh, not me. I don't want it to, I don't, I want it to be an authentic relationship and I want it to be an authentic answer. And I want them to, I want my fans to realize that I actually, you know, do give a shit <laughs> right exactly <laughs> yeah i mean and, and like, i always people, enjoy... when people see that you're real they'll yeah that exactly. attract more people to you know support you and and want to interact with you and 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 chat with you so i mean it 
yeah, it certainly makes a lot more sense to do it that way than, you know, paying somebody else to, you know, here, post something for me and talk to these people I got, you know, other yeah. things to do. And sometimes it, you know, sometimes it's like, okay, well, that's a great idea because it would take a load off of, you know, this certain website or that certain website. But in the end, it's like, no, it just doesn't come out right anyway. And then what's the point? Then the website just doesn't do well, you know? So it's like, no, it just, it never works for me. So it, it just, I, I spend a lot of time working and, but the good thing is about it, about it is it's, it's on my phone. <laughs> so, you exactly. Know. You don't, <laughs> it's right in front of you all day. Every yeah, day, so can I, why would I get upset? <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I it's I I don't have to go to a nine to five job. I don't have to worry about you know getting laid off. I don't have to worry about you know unemployment. I don't have to worry about you know not paying my bills or or a stimulus check or any of that. Like none of those things are my concern. Instead, I can help others because. I have the job I have and I, I'm capable of making them my own money and I, I work a ton like I have so many and, and honestly I put way more on my plate than is necessary but that's also how I deal with my own anxiety and my own depression like I have those things too but I deal with them by staying busy because you know at this time our world is just so like mixed up and and things are just very stressful um, so I just feel like you know, when I'm kind of like losing it myself, I just, you know, really have to focus on what's important. And what's important is, you know, my own family and my own life. And I have to just like focus on myself and go, okay, this is what, and, and, and really it helps me to help others. So, you know, to put myself out there and to offer my own experience and my own, you know, thoughts and, and to help anybody makes me feel better. So yeah, I prefer doing it that way. Hey, whatever, hey, whatever works for you and gets the job done and, and keeps you going and keeps you, you know, keeps you sane in this crazy world. I mean, that's the, that's <laughs> the main thing uh, these days. So what's what's next for you on your your plate? You know, I guess, you know, once what's things not? clear <laughs> up and get get back to normal. I mean, uh, uh, what's what's um what do you have going on or what's what's coming up for you? Well, I'm always on, I'm an ambassador for CAM4. So um, I am on CAM every Thursday or Friday, depending on the week. Um, it's best just to keep up with my Instagram and my Twitter. That's where I post like everything. So it just depends on what I'm doing. I record my podcast weekly. So that's always available. Uh, that's uh, on YouTube. Siren Sexy Secrets is the name, and it's on all the other platforms, uh, podcast platforms, uh, but you can watch it on YouTube. Um, and then, what else? Um, and then, like I said, my sex coaching page, it's called sirensexcoach.com, and anyone can hit me up there. Um, there's lots of different session options for couples, for singles. Anyone that wants, you know, just basically someone to talk to that is non-judgmental that can help you, you know, answer some questions, help you with, you know, your sex life. If you want to spice yourself, spice things up in the bedroom, you know, is there something you just want to know <clears throat> and you want somebody to ask that, you know, you just don't know who to ask. <laughs> Maybe it's just too weird or too strange or you just don't know who to ask. Then I'm, you know, always willing to answer questions. 
Um, and then, of course, I also use that for industry mentoring. I have a whole another section for that. So people in the industry, I, I also mentor them as well. Um, on either relationships within the industry, because lots of lots of people in the industry date each other. Um, we do, we're very much in a testing like cycle um, in our industry. So we get tested like every 14 days to be able to work with each other. So um, by doing that, if we, a lot of people date within the industry so that they know they're all good to go and you know, you don't have to worry about STDs or anything like yeah. that. Um, which honestly, like in the general public, people don't test that often. Um, so we, we're a lot safer than a lot of people. <laughs> that's, that's kind of why we stick to each other. Um, and then um, other than that, uh, yeah, my OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com slash Mrs. Siren. Again, all that stuff is on my social media. I'm always working. I have a Snapchat. I have a premium Snapchat. Um, my podcast, I'm just going to keep going with that. Hopefully that will be part of a bigger podcast with Cam4. That's the plan in the next coming months. Um, and the sex coaching, hopefully that's just going to keep growing. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm coming out with some new products. So I'll have a new product line hopefully in the next six months or so. But we'll see with COVID, you know, that's kind of slowed everything down a little bit. So, but we're going to keep going. And yeah, I'm excited about the future uh just trying yeah, I mean, to you're certainly keeping you're certainly keeping busy that that's for sure i mean <laughs> always busy always looking for new things to do and uh yeah you know just excited about trying to get back to work with other people that would be nice again um so we'll see if that can actually happen <laughs> yeah yeah to, to get to work with people and see people and yes. you know interact because i know you were possibly going to be doing some exotica conventions but i guess we're waiting on the toss-up of it what happens and what doesn't <laughs> yeah if that actually happens we'll be there <laughs> we're yeah, just so, waiting i it's know we'll, we'll see like the rest of the world right we're just all waiting to see when things actually open again yeah yeah, so, so, if, so if not this year, maybe next year. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, if not, I am, uh, you know, virtually always here. So anyone can find me anywhere online. Oh, hey. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll put the uh, I'll put the links up to your, your website and social media you know, with, with the podcast and everything. Because like I said, it's a. Uh, it's a long list of where people can find list. you. So, <laughs> yes, really, the main places: uh, Instagram D dot Siren, and uh, Twitter is Mrs. Siren. And I can't go live on any of them because I'm blocked on all of them. Because <laughs> they always get in trouble. I, it, I think it's my boobs. For some reason, they get me in trouble. Yeah, but I guess yes, they're they're sticklers for for those things and <laughs> what what they allow. Which I really don't do it on purpose. It I doesn't swear. make sense, but uh, uh, you know, female nipples. They're uh, they're just they're just judgmental about female nipples. Male nipples are fine. Yeah, yeah. Nobody cares about that. That's what you want. You, you can post them all day long and. Right, I just need to put I need to put male nipples on my female female nipples, and then they'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> then you'll be able to <laughs> slide right in there, go right through. No one will notice. Nipples. That's right. Just stick some male nipples on my female ones, and then I, I think I'll get away with it. 
<laughs> Until then, I'm blocked. <laughs> yeah. right. Well, we'll wait and see what happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, well, Dee, thank you for for coming on here and, and chatting. It was a good time to to talk to you and hear about everything you have going on. Where you'll where people can find you. Where you know we'll see where the road takes us down <laughs> down the line. Yeah. You know, you're you're sure. keeping busy. Um, and we'll be looking forward to, to seeing what's uh, what's next for you. Okay, great. Thank you. I appreciate uh, it. All right. All right. Thank you. And until next time, cheers. Oh, got it bad, got it bad, got it bad. I'm hot, but teacher.